Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Stamford Bridge, det blir London derby, Chelsea mot Arsenal. Det rådde såklart inget tvivel om exakt vilket möte som historiskt sett har den största rivaliteten i engelsk fotboll. Förra helgens Manchester United mot Liverpool. Historiskt sett, ja. Men nutidens, det moderna rivalmötet nummer ett, ja, det är faktiskt mellan två personer. Mellan två managers, ni vet vilka. Mourinho mot Wenger. Ett nytt kapitel ska skrivas i ett läge som är mer infekterat än någon gång tidigare. Nu möts de igen med de där rubrikerna de där händelserna, den där icke-handskakningen färskt i minnet från Community Shield det där barnsliga beteendet som båda stod för nu är det dags för ännu ett möte alltså Mourinho is the best end of Wenger he, 15 years ago, okay, he was the best Mourinho come, he's shown he's the best manager most childish one childish, ah, oh, Wenger <laughs> You're totally Mourinho. <laughs> Benga, I think I'm surprised he's still got a job. And Mourinho? Oh, he's definitely a sign. Ja, det är otroligt mycket Mourinho naturligtvis vid Stamford Bridge. Så vi försöker balansera upp det där genom att uh, träffa en som skriver och tycker ganska mycket om Arsenal. Följ med. Nu är vi hemma i soffan hos David Udo. Det här är en fantidning som heter Gooner som har funnits i nästan 30 år. Och det är den största när det gäller de som hänger runt Arsenal. Och David här är en av de som skriver. Hi David. Hello. Nice to be here. Uh, thank, you for, thank you for coming all the way to London. Arsenal colored sofa. <laughs> Absolutely. Of course. My choice, not my girlfriend's. But I saw, <laughs> but I saw you, your neighbour was a Crystal Palace fan. Yeah, we uh, there are two days every season we don't really talk to each other. <laughs> but we get on okay at the moment. Although if Palace keep on improving, they turn into my rivals. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> New <laughs> rivals. Please tell us about the Gooner. Um, it's, it's quite big, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's one of the very few remaining Arsenal fanzines. Uh, we've been going since 1987. We're still selling five figures um, every single issue. It's going strong. We've got a regular podcast. And they've got this guy who sort of signs up for every media-related appearance every now and then. <laughs> so, yeah, we're, we are, we're still going relatively strong. Mm. And you write what kind of articles? Um, basically, whatever my editor tells me to write. Okay. Um, uh, we had a, a recent um, post-tournament signings article on 
on uh, people that Arsenal bought at the end of one season and their debuts in a pre-season friendly. And my piece was on Anders Limpar. Mm, Please show show us. Yeah, sure. This was um, Anders Limpar uh, making his debut in uh, the Makita tournament at Wembley. Okay. Back in 1990, I think it was. He was too early. 20 years too early on Uh, on the pitch. Oh, if we we could have signed Anders Limpar (laughs) in the transfer window just gone, that would have been absolutely fantastic. (laughs) But um, we had to make do with a goalkeeper. <laughs> okay, so talking about that, we, we begin there mm. with the latest, the transfer window, and 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 your point of view, and what do you write about that and the situation for the club? Uh, you, got, you you ended up with a, a goalkeeper, so just a goalkeeper. I mean, unfortunately, I wrote an article in um, uh, the issue at the end of last season uh, saying prepare yourselves, this is what's going to happen in the transfer window. Everyone knows we need a goalkeeper and that Peter Cech is available and we will get him. However, we also need a centre-forward. We also need a defensive midfielder. I had a shopping list of two or three players to choose from in both positions, but Arsenal being, an, being Arsenal will go, ooh, ah, not too sure, not too sure. One of the defensive midfielders would have been Morgan Schneiderlin. Of course, Manchester United came in and got him straight away. Arturo Vidal was available uh, from Juventus and we thought we'll have him. So Bayern München came in and got him straight away. Arsenal panicked and couldn't find another one and have had to make do with Coquelin. With regards to a centre-forward, Wenger maintains there wasn't anybody. Um, we flirted with Real Madrid over Benzema, but that kind of came and went and it was kind of a repeat of what we did with uh, Luis Suarez and Gonzalo Higuain two years ago. Um, players that we wanted, but ultimately we couldn't make it happen. And I warned supporters in the, that issue that that's the way the transfer window is going to go. And unfortunately... I was right. <laughs> yeah. So what's the really opinion? Is there one opinion or is it like two opinions about um, this one? It's not so much an opinion. There's a feeling of sheer frustration because uh, there is between 170 and £225 million pounds in the banks. The money's there to spend on the players. Players were available. As mentioned, we could have brought in Schneiderlin from Southampton or Vidal from Juventus, who were both available and they were affordable, but we failed on that. Um, there are strikers out there, uh, as Manchester United proved with um, Anthony Marshall from Monaco. If you're willing to put the money on the table, the players are available, but um, Arsenal aren't really a football club anymore. They're a business, and um, there's no guarantee of return on your investment if you're going to spend that money on a player. I mean, Benzema would have been available for something like 60 or 70 million pounds, but when we want to resell him in three years' time, we'll only get five or 10 million. Is, is this uh, a question uh, about Arsene Wenger? Or is it about the club, the board? Uh, that's a great question. Um, Do you have the answer? <laughs> this, this is it. You've got the Arsenal AGM coming up in October, I think. Unfortunately, I can't go. But one of the questions going to be put forward is how do transfers actually work here? Does Arsene Wenger have control over everything? Or does he have a choice of players and the deals have to be negotiated by Ivan Gazidis, Richard Law, and ultimately signed off by the, the 70% owners, Stanley Kroenke? Um, the fact is we as fans don't know. If ultimately everything begins and starts with Arsene Wenger, then that's a major concern. As everyone knew at the end of last season, we had a very good team, but we weren't as good as Chelsea, weren't as good as Manchester City. They've gone out and bought players. Arsenal relied on one goalkeeper, even though other players were available. So there are questions that need to be answered Mm. as to whether it's the manager at fault, the board at fault, or both of them. As a magazine, do you have a standing point? Uh, It does vary from writer to writer. Um, People like uh, Peter Lebeau, and um, Howard Lamb uh, they ma- and um, uh, other people that I've dealt with, um, they're very, very strong and pro-Wenger. And from a footballing point of, point of view, me as well. We play great football, and when it all clicks, we look better than most teams in Europe. However, 
in terms of re- recruitment and strengthening the team, we are weak. And there are other people uh, like uh, the editor and chief writer, my good friend, Kevin Witcher. Um, he has the same stance as me in the sense that Wenger was a brilliant manager for about 18 years, but he's probably taken it as far as he can and he can't cope with 21st century football. And um, he's probably, you know, he's taken it as far as he can. Mm. Um, when will this be a pressure too hard for him to to um, to stay do you think uh the one year we don't finish in the top four yeah as <coughs> long mean, as he does that that that's his requirement if you qualify yeah. for the champions league you um so that's the, the business part do you mean for arsenal as a club yeah more, very much more so. doing business on a top four position than in europe go rather than go for titles is, is that the uh, in terms of the club owner and the club board, mm. yeah, because that's what makes the money, that what completes the turnover, and that's their aim. And ultimately, their target is uh, for the club to continue to sell 60,000 tickets every fortnight, which it is, to sell out or renew our season tickets at the end of every season, which they do. And my understanding is there's a waiting list of about 15,000 people for a season ticket. Um Ivan Gazidis at the last annual general meeting used the expression supply and demand. Uh, and as long as people keep buying everything, there's nothing to worry about. So if we're finishing fourth, making all the TV money uh, with regards to Champions League uh, and selling out um, the, the prime programmes on Sky Sports on a mm. Sunday afternoon at four o'clock, that's great. Uh, if we're, uh, we're finishing fourth and getting all the prize money, remaining one of the top four clubs in this country, that's great. The one year we finish fifth, that would be interesting because mm. we're not spending the money we already have. And if we use the Champions League TV money... Um, you know, there, there's less um, uh, requirement as far as the owner's concerned to spend more money. So mm-hmm. I think at that point it might be time for a change. But like I say, as long as we finish fourth, the job is done. Mm-hmm. Talking about interesting, uh, there's another chapter soon, another episode of the Wenger Mourinho. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just think um, for it uh, about it for a minute or so. Uh, can listen up on our röster first from Stanford Bridge om just nya kapitlet, nästa avsnitt i sopan, sopan av Wenger Mourinho. Uh, I think uh, Jose Mourinho is very subtle in his jokes and um, player management style. Um, I think he always has a psychological advantage when he comes to those big matches. I was actually surprised that he lost yeah. in the last encounter that they had between the two of them. Yeah. But uh, awesome personality, awesome track record, lovely man. I'm expecting great things. In Premier League, Mourinho always wins. So it doesn't matter. Mourinho's will always be better. What do you think about their behaviours? Okay, from both sides, I think it's poor. Because in the community shield, they didn't shake hands. Okay, fair enough, you do what you want. But when Chelsea won 6-0 um, in Sanford Bridge and then Wenger, he pushed him, like Strangler, I think that's... A- How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. 
There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Poor, because as a manager, you're responsible for the team. You've got to be a role model, so I think they're poor. You need to sort it out, both of them. What do you think about that relationship, those two between? They obviously don't get on, do they? <laughs> but, um, what do you make of it? Oh, look, they're professionals and... Um, they are, when they're not sh- shaking hands? Yeah, look, I think Mourinho gets a, a, a rough deal sometimes. I mean, if Mourinho had pushed Wenger, it would be all over the kind of news, but the fact that Wenger did it, everyone seems to think... You know, I guess it doesn't get as much hype as what it would have the other way. So, look, hopefully we beat him and uh, Mourinho yeah, still uh, gets bragging rights over him. They just love to hate each other and that's human nature. We just love to hate someone sometimes. Who is the most childish one of them? Um, I'd say Wenger. Because he takes a personal. Of course. <laughs> no, he takes a personal. It's just a game at the end of the day. And, and it just will go on and on and on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think so? Yeah. No ending? Nah. It's one of those love stories that doesn't end. <laughs> That's uh, some pro Mourinho voices from uh, Stamford Bridge. What's your opinion about the, the, this, uh, this um, vendetta? <laughs> uh, vendetta is actually the perfect word to describe it. Um, I, I think they both really admire each other and they both look at um, different things uh, that the other manager does and think, I need to do that myself, but yeah. I can't publicly admit it. Because mm-hmm. let's face it, it's not a well-hidden street secret. They kind of hate each other. I think everyone knows that. But I do think it's a vendetta in the sense that they see that guy's doing some things better than me. Yeah. I should do them better. I mean, uh, Chelsea didn't have a great start to the season, lost a couple of matches, and to be honest, Chelsea panic bought in getting Pedro in from uh, Barcelona. But he looks over at Arsene Wenger, who you know doesn't really buy the players that Mourinho would in the same position. But Wenger's still getting a fourth, uh, a fourth, uh, sorry, a top four finish every year. Mm. And Mourinho's thinking to himself, I don't think I could do that. You know, maybe there's things he's doing that I should do better. What do you think uh, Wenger could uh, take? From Mourinho, what would you like uh, to, to have from Mourinho in Van Gaer, uh, managership? Um, 
Mourinho's adaptable in the sense that he changes the way his team plays in certain situations. Um, if they've got an easy game, uh, a home game against, um, I don't know, one of the newly promoted teams or someone who should lose, uh, Mourinho goes out, he gets the team 4-0 up at half-time and then the second half turns into a training session. Uh, not always this season. No, not this season, <laughs> as, as, as my Crystal Palace neighbour will know. Okay. <laughs> but um, uh, if they've got a difficult game, uh, like we saw last season, if, if they come to Arsenal and they just need a draw for the sake of it, um, Reno uses that expression that he didn't use to like parking the bus mm. uh, because he goes into the game thinking I just need to draw uh, nil nil I'll get that I'll mm. be quite happy mm. and you know job done as far as he's concerned mm. but whether Arsenal were playing uh, Norwich City at home Bayern München away Arsenal play the same same method every mm. single time you know we need to keep 75% possession and we will eventually pass the ball into the goal mm. there was one game la- sorry to interrupt but there, yeah. there was one game last yeah. season when we went away to Manchester City yeah. uh, when we saw a different Arsenal suddenly we thought uh, this is a new Arsenal it was a Mourinho Arsenal yeah, it was yeah. like um, all we need to do is nick an early goal and then we'll defend you mm. know we'll go deeper because they will not pass us and from a different point of view that was the best Arsenal performance from last season so that's the the old Arsenal actually it, it George Graham Arsenal yeah George <laughs> Graham it's it's a transformation of the club uh, from uh, Highbury to to Emirates from mm. uh, 1-0 to the Arsenal to <laughs> to the flary <laughs> absolutely 4-0 to the Arsenal do you like that transformation or, or not um going... you, you have been a gunner gunner since Oh, um, well, I, I'm 34, I'm 35 in a couple of weeks, and my dad took me to Arsenal for the first time in November 1988, so it's my 27th season okay. that, going to see Arsenal. That qualifies you. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, whether I like it or not, it's obsession. But um, uh, if we could, like I say, when this Ars- Arsene Wenger team plays their very best, like um, that goal they scored against Norwich City a couple of years ago, I mean, it was delicious and no other club in this country could score a goal like that. Mm. But like I said, when we played away at Manchester City last season and we defended and it was that game when you saw the best out of Murta Saka and Koscielny and Kokolan and people like that and um, like I say, if we could do it Mourinho way uh, in the sense that if we're playing an easy game and we play our, our sexy football as Rude Hullet used to, used to refer to it as, That'd be fab, but if it's a difficult game and we defend rigidly, but we nick a goal here or there to get a two-nil win away from home, that'd be a delicious Arsenal. So if I could have both, that'd be, if I could be greedy and have both, that'd be the best. I remember when I was uh, at the press conference uh, like 10, 12 years ago, maybe, or something like that, uh, maybe it's it, it 15 years, mm. with us and, uh, and they were still at the Highbury. Mm. Uh, I asked him about the move, the coming move. He, and he was really scared. Uh, mm. he, he was quite honest with that. Yes. Do you think Arsenal as a club has managed uh, the move from Highbury to Emirates? They've managed it as best they can. Um, they weren't completely honest when it came to answering the questions put to them at press conferences in the sense that is this going to affect your, your ability in the transfer market and the club's response was no, of course it won't. And with hindsight and with recent admissions from Wenger, we had to sell players. You know, we we had something like a seven hundred, uh, what was it, a three hundred fifty or four hundred million pound mortgage. Yeah. Um, and if someone comes to you and offers you thirty million pounds for one of your best players, and you can replace them with um, a cheap player for two and a half million pounds mm. from a business point of view, it makes sense. And for 
Oh, eight to ten years. Wenger's target, as mentioned previously, was just finishing the top four, keep that money coming in. Mm. Uh, the mortgage has been sorted out, and we are in the position now where we can spend thirty-five million pounds on Sanchez. But, but you don't. No, <laughs> not when we want to. No. I mean, we are still ultimately a business run by Stanley Kroenke, and we're we're running the same ways as American sports franchises, which is uh, as long as we sell out the ground, the job is done. I mean, when it comes to American football, did you know he owns the St. Louis Rams? Mm. I mean, do you know who the St. Louis Rams are. I mean, have they ever won the Super Bowl? I mean, nobody really knows who they are, but he sells out his tickets every week. Mm-hmm. Therefore, his job is done. And that was that was our job for eight years. Did we handle it brilliantly? No. Uh, did we handle it as best we could? Regressively, yeah. But yeah, that, that's uh, from a club point of view. But mm. as you as a fan, yeah. do you like the atmosphere? Do you like the, to be there, to, uh, to, to watch this new team on this uh, new stadium? Um, do you like it? You have the clock. <laughs> well, great question. Do I like it? No. Do you I, don't. Um, not really. It's very, very frustrating um, in the sense that with the players we've. I mean, with the players we've got, um, we've got the potential to win the league, but we won't uh, because we only play in one way. Like, like, as mentioned previously, if we're playing by Munchen away or Norwich City at home, we will play the same Arsenal way. We will keep the ball for seventy-five percent of the time, and as long as we walk the ball in twice for goals, then then the job is done. And that's the frustrating thing. There's there's no adaptability, and it's frustrating. Mm. And it's the the new Arsenal. It is the new Arsenal yeah. at the moment. I mean, that's the frustrating thing about the transfer market that's just gone. Mm. Um, at the end of last season, we looked great. And the last podcast we did, it, it, it was odd in the sense that it was me and the three other people. We were very optimistic. We we all went in with the same attitude. At the In the FA Cup final, we were brilliant. The last three league games of the season, we were brilliant. If we just signed these three players we need, yeah. we could win the league. So, of course, Arsenal deliberately frustrate us and they don't sign two of those So now players. you're bitter again. It's not boring Arsenal, it's the bitter Arsenal, is it? Uh, that's your description of me, but I'm not, I'm not arguing with it. Yeah. You're not. No. So what will be the, the next chapter, uh, Wenger and, and Mourinho, this time? Oh, it will be really interesting, actually. Uh, I mean, um, up, uh, notwithstanding the Community Shield, which doesn't really count because that's a glorified pre-season friendly, um, Wenger has never beaten Mourinho in a competitive match. So, uh, but the way that Chelsea have started this season and them still looking very dodgy at the back, Arsenal got the chance there, even though it's a game at Stamford Bridge. Mm. If Arsenal go out and they try and defend rigidly, but at the same time attack Chelsea, the game is there for Arsenal's taking. And if Arsenal win, we could see things turning Mm. potentially. But um, things are called predictable for a reason. And I think Wenger will go into the game a slightly bit afraid uh, and Chelsea will come at us. And if if they get the first goal... I don't think there's a way past that. <laughs> and, and what happens in the dugout uh, right outside the lines, you, you can't even predict that. Uh, you can't even think about it. Well, I, can, I can guarantee that. Can you guess sh- the next headline of the Gunner? <laughs> uh, it'll, um, it'll be same again. I would have thought it would be the headline on the next issue in the sense that Arsenal don't get anything in the transfer window. <laughs> when it comes to the big Chelsea game, the managers won't shake hands. Chelsea will get the first goal and go on to win 2-0 with a goal in each half. Okay. Well, I hope that I'm wrong. <laughs> and but... Arsenal is uh, being fourth. <laughs> um, yes, absolutely. Yeah, okay. yeah. For, yeah, football's an easy game in that. Uh, okay, thanks for uh, telling us the truth. <laughs> my, my pleasure. I think. <laughs> no worries. Nice Thank to, you, Ola. Nice to meet you. My pleasure. Subscribe to Wenstrom TV on YouTube and subscribe to fans of Chelsea as well. What say, Captain? Oh.